Hello, hello, and welcome to Suck Sound. I think you'll find it will be very, very gratifying to listen to this young man. He certainly has the voice of the people. The Vox Populi, I might say. Hello and welcome to Sug Sound. No, you're not in the wrong podcast. That was my mum introducing Sug Sound in her Margaret Thatcher impression. Today we will be talking about homelessness and we will be talk, catching up with my mum in a minute. In a minute, But first we talk about what is happening in this country with homelessness. Rough sleeping has gone up. Homeless figures have stayed fairly neutral from 2010 after the recession, after the election of the coalition Conservative and Lib Dem government. The Conservatives uh, recently have pledged to eradicate rough sleeping by 2027. They've committed to halving it by the end of this parliament, so 2022. A week ago, Today, last Monday, they released their long-awaited rough sleeper strategy, 75 pages of stuff and a commitment for £100 million to tackle rough sleeping with pilot projects and various other things. Now, I want your thoughts. Do you think the Conservatives can tackle homelessness given their history, given the history of politics, given the history of previous administrations under Labour, under other Conservative governments. Are we starting to see the daybreak of homelessness being tackled as a problem? Now, there's a big difference between homelessness and rough sleeping. Rough sleeping is what you see on the street and it's only about 10 to 14% of homelessness. The other 86 to 90% is uh, people who are in B&Bs, hostels, hotels, emergency accommodation, prison, um, hostels, temporary accommodation it's a stuff you don't see. it's a people you don't see it's a stuff of homelessness you don't see and that accounts for sofa surface as well so people who are sleeping on someone's sofa or a spare bedroom even though they might not be officially classed as homeless now a lot of people have said homelessness has gone up under the conservatives if you look at some figures it's really difficult, and this is an issue which is really close to me and passionate to me. Um, and some people might have thought, wow, why didn't he touch on this in his relaunch week? Well, I was saving it because I knew this rough sleeper strategy was coming out. But so it depends what figures you look at, really, to, de- to determine whether rough sleeping has gone up or down. Sorry, well, yeah, rough sleeping and homelessness. And it's really, really difficult to formulate into an answer because there are so many different dimensions and so many different kind of 
facets you have to look at to come up with an overall picture about homelessness because a lot of people just think that homelessness is a housing need and you know putting a homeless person into a house will solve the problem it really won't here's me saying why on bbc5 live earlier this year i think what we have to just remember is homelessness is very often not just a housing need so someone who has a mental health issue um living in accommodation might not be able to cope with that mental health issue uh, and then is evicted or leaves gets put on the street and then they get picked up as a housing issue they get picked up because they're homeless by the definition of not having a home and what we have to remember is actually what what was the primary problem was mental health issue what is the secondary problem is a homeless uh, is a housing issue So I was being interviewed about Housing First, this new model in the UK, which is about putting people in homes and then putting support around them. You'll hear more about Housing First in this mini-series. Now we turn to the interview with my mum. I went and saw her this weekend and asked her a few questions. How do you help the homeless, you personally? Personally... Um, I'm not somebody who walks by on the other side. The first thing I do is introduce myself because uh, they're not nameless people. They might not want to talk. They might not want a complete strange, rather mad-looking granny sort of appearing out of nowhere and saying hello. Um, however, my first, my very first thing would be not to ignore them. Point one, everybody just walks by. I think that is shocking. I mean, have you ever walked by, ever? Yes, I have. I walked by not long ago in London, in the middle of London, because we were on a mission. I had uh, grandchildren and we had to get from A to B with haste. And I did walk past a homeless person and it has been on my conscience, I'll have you know. How do you think people who walk past homeless people and do have it on their conscience that they didn't stop and talk or give money or or do whatever. How do you think they can deal with that guilt or that emotion they're feeling that they didn't stop and help? It depends whether that emotion was there in the first place. So that's presupposing... Um, they do feel vaguely sorry or do have any empathy whatsoever. Um, I think a lot of people would assume, oh, well, they're there for their... It'll be their own fault somehow, the fact they're homeless. Look at them sitting there wanting us to mop them up. It's bound to be their own fault. I don't think many people have got Christian ethics deep down inside. It's much easier to blame something, isn't it? To blame and say, well, it can't be... You know, it's not our fault, it must be their fault. That makes it a lot easier to walk by, I guess. I'd like to know um, more truthful figures because I think we're only scratching the surface. You hear these figures thrown out occasionally by newscasters. Um, I don't know who's hiding what, but I think there are a lot more because what does homelessness mean? Does it mean the person on the street that 90% of us ignore? Not me, I tell you. 
or does it mean people who are displaced in some other way? You see, it's, it's such a vague term. The word homeless seems to be a banner that covers far too much and uh, presupposes that nobody has a name. They are just the homeless, and I hate that. But would you want them to characterise John, Matthew, Sophie, Paula, Louise as people who are homeless or is it quite good that there is a universal term for them so we can actually give them the support they need? I think it's, um, it's a pr very important occasionally to bring things into sharp focus to use a name and a specific um, um, example in order for it to become more tangible to the rest of us who really are a, a bit vague about what it all means. So no, I think it would be occasionally a name needs to come through and a big fuss needs to be made about one person in order to highlight all the other hundreds or is it now thousands in this country? I don't know, it depends what statistic you read or what you listen to, which is what you alluded to a, a moment ago. Where's your education been about homelessness? Where's that been from? That has come 100% from my son, who is interviewing me <laughs> presently. Come on, listeners. He has really opened my eyes to the whole thing. And by my, having my eyes opened, of course, you need to know more. And that's when the shock and the horror appears, is what isn't being done. What do you think isn't being done i hmm i'm not sure what the is is you see i know is it the finnish who've who've put up these houses and who've really thrown money at it and are determined to get everybody off the streets i started think in america in the late 80s or 90s did it and now that's been taken that's been taken on we don't do enough in this country we really don't uh, but, you see, was it an issue? Has it always been an issue? But it's just that because we now, media has picked up on it, etc. Has there always been this amount of homelessness? It appears to me that it seems to be more now than ever before when we're, you know, we're not a third world country. Well, rough sleeping has been reported to be, to have gone up over the last kind of six, seven years. But it's really important to note that in 2002-03, under the new Labour government, statutory homelessness, so people who went to the council and got accepted as homeless, actually was three times the levels as they are now. So under Labour, it was a lot higher. Statutory homelessness was a lot higher than now. But rough sleeping which is only 10% of what you see of homelessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rough sleeping has gone up. Yeah, you see, it's trying to find out more about the circumstances. I believe that a lot of it, a lot of homeless, and stop me the minute if, if you think this is just propaganda from what I've heard, a lot of it is to do with mental issues, mental health issues also. It's not just the fact they are displaced. And don't, don't know from day to day. The highest cause of homelessness is loss of private tenancy. Yes. As it's a leading cause of homelessness. Mental health issues do play a huge part. 
substance misuse plays a huge part. Relationship sure. breakdown plays a huge well, part. Well, it must do, I'm absolutely sure. Because nobody would choose. I think once there was a darling counsellor who said homelessness was a lifestyle choice. Well, you could have kidded me. Why doesn't everybody have a go at living in a tent or sitting on a street and uh, see how it feels, huh? It's not a lifestyle choice. It is, there is no other option, presumably. Or even if they've tried, they somehow slip through a net or don't meet the, you know, required criteria, whatever that may be, which I'm sure varies from council to council. Well, it can't vary from council to council. There is legislation which has is in place across every local authority. Now, the the legislation doesn't change across every local authority, but the help and support that every local authority gives can vary oh, well. and does vary. But that, that must be enormous, surely, because without the health and support, <coughs> everything can get muddled. Numbers can be fudged and... Um, so, yeah, it does seem bizarre. But apparently this government is going to make uh, big changes. And I know they're throwing money at it. But how practically are they going to make the changes, I wonder? They're throwing £100 million to tackle rough sleeping in the next two years. When they say tackle, what exactly does that mean, I wonder? So tackle they want how? it halved by 2022 how? and eradicated by 2027. How? How are they going to implement it? I wish I knew. They are piloting three Housing First models. They run, they're running projects across the country for homeless um, accommodation. They're running support networks that that what they're doing is giving money to organizations who are on the front line who are in the sector who know what they're doing are we talking about charities predominantly yeah. and councils yeah. okay but charities but as well the homeless charities yes. yeah people who are on the front line who, who who understand a bit more about it who understand yeah. and who actually work day in day out who because, again, with that amount of money, I'm afraid, you know, that could be open to scrutiny vis-a-vis corruption. Um, you, you suddenly get sort of quangos getting involved and all sorts because they think, oh, look, we can divert that money somehow and make it sound... But they're obviously probably not the people who know the first thing about it. I just wonder how streamlined it can... You know, whether it can be... Di- What's the word I'm looking for? No, I've lost it on that one, sorry. Well, I, the proof will be in the pudding, I'm sure. And I hold out a bit of hope because the government has really, really taken this seriously. The fact it's been recognised is a major bonus, is it not? It is. And it's been recognised by the Conservatives and by Labour and, you know, by other parties as well. It is important to know that Labour have shouted but not done anything. Oh, right, OK. Uh, Conservatives have shouted and they have done things. Good for them. Well, at least, that's a, at least that's a step in the right direction because it's action, I'm sure, that these people need. They need our help, but they need direct action. They need to, to know, you know that something positive is being doing to help them. So that they can help themselves. They are not there by choice. No. And it is 
you know, anyone can become homeless. So it is really important that if you are homeless or threatened with homelessness, you go to your local authority straight away. It does no one any harm to research local homeless organisations or hostels in their local area, just in case you or someone you know or a friend of a friend or a relative does or is threatened with homelessness. People who listen to this in regards to how they can help the homeless or what they should be doing. Every time you see somebody on a street, sitting, looking in whatever, you know, state, state they're in, just stop for a second and think, this person has a name, this person has a life, this person has a history, this person could be me. So I thought my mum gave some real insight and information into the problem we face in homelessness in the UK. And I think she represents the general public really well and their views. So I hope you take some of that advice that she said and I hope you put it into action the next time you walk past a homeless person. And I'm going to turn this into a mini-series, so do let me know your thoughts. Is what I I am, what my mum said, correct, do you think? Is it going to help the problem? Is it going to exacerbate the problem? Do let me know. Use the hashtag SugSound on social media, Facebook and Twitter, and I'll pick up some comments in the next episode. Now, even in podcasts, things don't necessarily always go to plan. Before this, there was an interview about Margaret Thatcher, which turned into just us both laughing. Laughing? Laughing. So, this was good. That was shit. Spit your words out, Hugo. It it doesn't do anyone any doesn't do anyone anyone Where are you going with this? It doesn't do anyone any harm. Thank you for listening to this episode in the mini series on homelessness on SugSound. Please do join in the conversation on social media. Our hashtag is SugSound. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Hugo Sug and be sure to rate and subscribe so other people can find this podcast. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Sug Sound, BBC Five Live, earlier this year. This weekend I went up and saw my mum and I asked her some questions about homelessness and how she thinks we can all help. Now, my mum knows my background, she knows my experience, she knows a lot of her knowledge is from me. But that doesn't mean that her view isn't actually really important. She probably knows as much as the average person on the street, walking the street, knows. Excuse the pun. So I asked her some questions which helped 
push and challenge her view. Can you tell me your thoughts on a growing crisis in the UK, homelessness? <laughs>